Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible and a donut. Yay! Devotions. That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome kids to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith. Jesus will lead us and teach us. He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus teaches to be just like you. Your words are true, so with Donuts and Devos, lead us to peace. With Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos, with Donuts and Devos, lead us to. Hello, kids, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. Hi, everyone. I'm Mary Faith, and each week we spend some time together learning about God and what happened in the Bible. We are reading the book of Exodus and learning about Moses's life. He was rescued from the Nile River from a basket. Right. Pharaoh's daughter found him and decided to raise him as her own. Today in our story, we are jumping way ahead. Moses has grown up now, and he does something really wrong and gets scared. Uh oh. Yeah. Do you want to find out what it was? Yes. Do you think our listeners want to hear about it too? Of course they do. I have my coloring sheet already. Perfect. I hope you kids and maybe even adults have your activity sheets and coloring pages all set to go. You can find them on our website, DonutsAndDevos.com. You guys are so helpful. We know. And humble, too. Alrighty, let's get started with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our reading this week is from Exodus chapter 2, verses 11 through 25. Moses is older, and even though he had been raised as an Egyptian prince, of sorts, he knew he was a Hebrew, not actually a prince, and he was an Israelite. Starting at verse 11. One day when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burdens, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his people. He looked this way and that, and seeing no one, he struck down the Egyptian and hit him in the sand. When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling together. And he said to the man in the wrong, Why do you strike your companion? He answered, Who made you a prince and a judge over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, Surely the thing is known. When Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. 
Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. The shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and saved them and watered their flock. When they came home to their father, Ruel, he said, How is it that you have come home so soon today? They said, An Egyptian delivered us out of the hands of the shepherds and even drew water for us and watered the flock. He said to his daughters, Then where is he? Why have you left the man? Call him that he may eat bread. And Moses was content to dwell with the man, and he gave Moses his daughter Zipporah. She gave birth to a son, and he called his name Gershom, for he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. During those many days the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God. And God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel, and God knew. Moses killed someone? I guess I didn't remember that part of Moses' story. Yeah, it's not exactly one of his prouder moments, obviously. Yet here we see that Moses knew about his true heritage. He knew that he was a Hebrew, an Israelite, and that these people being used as slaves in Egypt were in fact his people. He was angry to see his people being beaten and whipped by this Egyptian, and so he acted out in anger and frustration and killed the Egyptian man. Yeah, yeah. Moses had no real power or authority to intervene, even as the adopted son of Pharaoh's daughter. He knew he had done wrong, and so he tried to hide it by burying the man in the sand. But someone saw him. That's right. The next day he went out, and once again, he kind of was butting himself into other people's lives. I guess you could say that. Two Hebrews were arguing, and Moses intervened. He got in between them. He demanded to know why they were fighting. The men knew what he had done the day before. They didn't consider him their prince, and definitely not their judge that they had to answer to. Moses had tried to hide what he had done to the Egyptian. He didn't think anyone had seen him kill that man. But someone had, and the story of what had happened spread throughout the land. And Pharaoh found out what Moses had done. And he was angry. He was very angry. Pharaoh didn't want anyone to question his authority, especially someone who had been raised in his own palace and had been considered a prince. Pharaoh was going to have Moses killed. Moses had no choice but to run for his life. He ran away to the land of Midian and meets a group of sisters at a water <laughs> yes, well. Yes, he does. And this is yet another time that Moses inserts himself into somebody else's situation to try to help. The first time, when the Egyptian was beating the other Hebrew... That did not end well. <laughs> yeah, and the second time, when he talked to the arguing Hebrews... That ended even worse. Mm-hmm. And this is the third time that Moses tries to act as savior. And the woman and their father are glad he helped out. They were so glad that Moses became part of their family. He marries one of the women, Zipporah, and they have a baby. But back in the land of Egypt, the Hebrews were still suffering in slavery to the Egyptians. It must have become worse even after Pharaoh died because they cried out to God for deliverance, for, for help. And God's appointed leader of the Israelites, Moses, was out in the wilderness 
being prepared by God to step in when God tells him, and finally deliver them from Egypt, from their slavery, and from their groaning. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father, You saw your people, You saw your people, and heard their cries for help, and heard their cries for help. Help us to trust you and turn to you. Help us to trust you and to turn to you. For everything. For everything. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. And sending us Jesus, our Savior. And sending us Jesus, our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. many of you out there remember our very first faith word from episode one of our podcast? Uh. I know, it was so long ago. Remember, though, we talked about God creating absolutely everything with just his word and how he was and is always there. He is omnipresent. All right. Well, we have another omni word that is our faith word of the day omniscient. What? I know, and it even isn't really spelled the same way it sounds. Your activity sheet has it on the second side if you're curious, and I bet you can make a lot of words out of this one this week. What does this mean? Omniscient means one who knows all, all-knowing, which perfectly describes one of God's many attributes. God knows everything, and he sees everything, too. God saw Moses when he killed the Egyptian. God saw his people when they were trapped in slavery. And God sees you too, every second of every day. I think we can learn a lot from Moses. Moses ran away from what he'd done. He was scared for his life. God knew the plans he had for Moses and used this experience to show Moses that he alone couldn't save people. That is, Moses alone couldn't save the people, right? Right. But God saw the pain his people were in, and he had an amazing plan to save them. God sees us too. He does, and he knows everything about you and has an amazing plan for you too. We can never hide from God, nor should we want to. When we sin, we need to turn to God. Not away from him. And ask his forgiveness. God sees you, and you can trust that he has the best plan for you. In our Bible reading today, what's something that really stuck with you? When Moses killed the Egyptian. When Moses helped the ladies. That was very gentlemanly of him, wasn't it? (laughs) What I found amazing was how, despite everything the Hebrews back in Egypt were going through, they were never alone. God saw them and he heard their groaning and cries for help. 
their cries went up to God, and he remembered the promise he had made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Exodus verse 2 verse 25 says, can you read that for us? God saw the, the people of Israel and God knew. Thank you. Good job. He knew they were in pain. He heard their cry for help and he remembered his covenant. These words show God's omniscient presence and his love for his people. Come, let's learn it to music with Miss Baker. Today's verse, we're going to start with our call and response. Repeat after me. God saw the people of Israel. God saw the people of Israel. And God knew. And God knew. And God knew. And God knew. God saw the people of Israel. Does God see you too? Yes! He absolutely does. And He loves you and knows you by name. Just like He had a plan to save the Israelites from slavery, He has a plan for your life as well. And God knew, and God knew, God saw the people of Israel. And God knew, and God knew, God saw the people of Israel, and God knew, and God knew, Exodus 2.25. Well, that's it for our devotion this week. Next week, we're going to hear how God speaks to Moses and calls him to do something huge. If you've just started listening to our podcast, you can check out our beginning episodes and devotions of Genesis either on our website at DonutsAndDevos.com. I love it when they do that. Or you can find us on your favorite podcasting app either on Spotify or Podcast Addict, Apple, anywhere you find your podcasts, we will be there. You can follow us on social media. We do have a private Facebook group that we like to have our Donuts and Devos community. It's called Donuts and Devos, a podcast for kids. We share all sorts of things, including some personal pictures and videos that we like to take of our kids to show you that kids can and do learn about Jesus, and they do commit it to their hearts. 
We are also on Instagram, where we'd like to feature your child's artwork from our awesome coloring pages that are designed by Jamie Truey. She's over at Pure Joy Creative, and she is remarkable and has uniquely designed each and every one of our coloring pages for our memory verse. If you enjoy listening to our devotions here on Donuts and Devos, please share them with other families. We are making an effort to hopefully help families make their faith a priority in their homes. You can also support us here on Donuts and Devos by going over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Donuts and Devos and give a donation. We are, like we talked about last week, we are truly hoping to add a little bit more equipment here in our little tiny studio. We are looking forward to hopefully getting an extra mic or two for our kid host because they are a little bit crammed back here. Would you guys like your own mics? Of yes. course. <laughs> yes. It would be amazing. They would love it. You can go ahead and support and donate at buymeacoffee.com forward slash donuts and devos. I truly hope you do enjoy our devotions. We are so thankful for each and every one of our listeners. I'm Mary Faith, and you have been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time. Lead us to the